Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Now let's get on to today's topic of living in the future and anxiety. One of the problems with with our world right now and being so outcome-oriented is that it, it is the fastest way to take us out of the present moment. And there's nothing wrong with having goals and trying to accomplish things. It's what we do. We're all... Uh, we're all growing. We're all moving forward. It's, it's part of being human. But when we are so outcome oriented, it does take us out of the present moment. And unless we use our own willpower to bring ourselves back into the present moment, we might begin to struggle and we can struggle with stress related issues such as anxiety, such as um, health problems, relationship problems, and just losing our happiness, because we are outcome-oriented or future-oriented versus finding some joy in the present moment. One of the issues with being outcome-oriented or living in the future is that we we can't control these situations that, that we think we're controlling, that our mind is coming up with a future situation and we're going right along with it, but we can't control these situations. We th- we like to think that we can, but we can't. And the reason why this is such a, puts us into such a tailspin is because there are way too many possibilities that can happen. And our mind loves that because if you have figured one piece out, it'll say, well, wait a minute, what about this? And what if that? And what about this one and this one? Every time you think that you have solved a future problem or an issue with your anxiety, you will find that your mind will come up with a hundred more obstacles for you to have to figure out. The best that we can do is to prepare for some of these possibilities. That is a normal way of living. We do the best we can. We prepare for what we see possibilities are, and then we move on. Even then, we still fall short of the infinite uh, possibilities that can unfold. We just can't cover all our bases. This is how it feels to live in anxiety. It's always trying to cover all the bases to know everything ahead of time, to, as I used to do, to pack the the bag for vacation for every possible outcome. It just isn't possible. What happens when we're living in the future like that is that we are resisting the present moment. Now, this has an interesting other side of the coin to it because often people don't want to be in the present moment. There can be something right here, right now, they don't want to look at. And so often that will be the pull to go to the future or go to the past. But anxiety pretty much lives more in the future. So what we resist persists. And when we live in the future, when we allow allow our thoughts to, to be there all the time, always making the story of the future, and we decide how the future needs to be for us to feel happy. So that's what we're doing when we're over-preparing and making all these plans and 
I was always trying to make everything smooth. How can I just keep everything smooth? It's because that's how we think we need, we need everything to be like that for us to be happy and peaceful. What we're doing then is we're letting fear run us. We're letting fear live, uh, as they say, rent-free in our heads, right? We're letting it be there, and it has. It, it's not helping us at all. It's not giving us anything. It's just keeping itself going. We don't need to have everything figured out in order to feel happy and peaceful. We don't. And this is why we need to pay more attention to the present moment. What happens when we're always seeking a better future and not content with with what we have or the happiness that we have in the moment is what we're saying is what I have now is not good enough. What we're saying is that we are in lack and unfulfillment if we don't take few moments daily to be happy and content with what we have, to actually appreciate where we are at in our life right in this moment. Where you are at right now was at one point a future story. It was where you wanted to get. At certain, Did you want to be a certain age? Did you want to live in a certain house, a certain state? Do you see what I'm saying? At one point, you imagined some of these things, making X amount of money, and you said you would be happy then. But as we see, when we get there, we're wanting more. Maybe we were happy and content for a moment. But what we can do is to be happy and content and peaceful in this moment, in the now. Some of the things we want to remember is that no matter how great our hopes and dreams are, reality can never live up to the fantasy. It's because we have an idea of how the future should be. It never quite gets there. You may be disappointed. You got, you got certain parts of something, but maybe not all of it. And so we want to be careful with the fantasy of, of our future plans. It's great to make plans. It's great to have goals. Otherwise, what would we be working toward? But we want to be able to balance that. Again, we want to be able to hold both our future plans and goals, but we make them in the now. We want to be thinking about them in the now. And we have to pay attention to what is right in front of us, right around us, and have gratitude for that. So often when we have anxiety, we're um, focusing negatively about the future, right? We're not even just thinking of all the lovely fantasy kind of great things that we could possibly have and that we want and working toward, but we could be thinking negatively because we are so stuck in that anxious groove. That's really challenging. And we're thinking about things that aren't going to go well for us. The what ifs, the negative side of it, the places everything's going to go wrong. And that doesn't feel good at all. It doesn't feel good when we think about it, and it certainly wouldn't feel good if it happened. It takes us, again, out of the present moment. We're not enjoying or appreciating the moment that is right here in front of us. So let's look at that in, uh, under the microscope of health anxiety. We're worried about having XYZ because we have a symptom or we have a pain or a sensation. And so our mind takes it after it had a little visit with Dr. Google, it takes it to all kinds of different places. It could be many, you, you know, the wormhole of this, 
many different places, many possibilities. And what you're not doing is living in the health and peace and awesomeness that you have right now. We have to be able to appreciate this, to be able to actually scan the body and realize, you know what, I don't have a headache right now. My body, I was able to get out of bed this morning. The body's moving. There will always be symptoms and sensations in life, but we don't, and we want to pay attention to them because the body is talking to us, but you want to be able to discern if this is your imagination taking it to a wild place, or if this is something that you can look at, pay attention to, and put on the back burner and deal with it when it needs to be dealt with. Because oftentimes it doesn't even need to be dealt with. It could have been just a stress response. It could have been anxiety related. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 face moisturizer and OS1 eye cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. And if it is something, and you know, one of the things I think that people have forgotten is the awesomeness of the body. The body takes care of so many things. This body that is beating your heart and breathing you every single day 24-7, never missing a time, no appointments missed. You are trying to use your mind, your thinking to outwit it or to do it better or to take care of it. I want to tell you from having been in the health and wellness field for 30 years that there are many things that happen in the body that we don't even know about things that go wrong, cells that do their thing. There are cancers in our body all the time. The body takes care of it. Now, of course, sometimes things go off the rails and we need intervention. Uh, Obviously, that's very true. But we have to have some faith and some confidence and some like, like real live, open-eyed, awesome look at how well the body does what it does. We can't outthink it. We can't do it better. 
But, you know, there's a lot of that in health and wellness right now. Everything's a hack, right? You're going to try to do it better. Well, I think the best life hack is, is to see the beauty and the harmony that lives in your body, that is already there, that takes care of so many things. If you knew all those things were going on, you'd be amazed. The body is doing it. That it is built for homeostasis. Something goes off, it brings it back to center again. Goes off the other way, brings it back to center again. And it is only when we have lived off the rails for, you know, from external means or from genetic means or whatever has caused us to need some help from outside ourselves. That's fine. There's help available and we will know when that is. But if you've gone to the physician and you've been cleared, You've been told you don't, you're fine. Everything is looking wonderful. I want you to live in the now with that. Take that trusted medical advice that you sought and believe it. And pay attention to your body. Give it thanks. Give it gratitude. Be thankful every day for this beating heart, for these lungs that breathe. It will serve you so well. Because we pay too much attention externally and we'll be running all over with, well, so-and-so had this, somebody else had that. I read this on Google. We can't go to all those places. We need to be able to just trust the wisdom of our body and let it take care of itself because it will let you know when you need help when you need an outside intervention. Yes, it can be hard to to follow that, to see which side you're on, should I, shouldn't I? But it gets better the more that you trust, the more that you can sit with a discomfort and actually be present with what is going on versus resisting your wellness, resisting the present moment. Some questions you want to ask yourself when you are going through a time like this, when you feel like you're in negative thinking and you're living in the future. If you're going through a tough experience and your mind is off in the future, worrying about what this could mean and how it's going to pan out, I want you to turn it around a little bit and maybe ask this question. What does this experience have to teach me? I'm a big believer that our greatest teachers are life. Life itself is the greatest teacher. Every moment is an opportunity to learn something new. This is a good time for us to learn that dwelling on what-if scenarios most of the time is an endless downward spiral. Down that wormhole you will go, and it won't bring you happiness. What ifs, again, take us away from the present moment. And the what ifs suggest that our egos know how reality should be. Isn't that interesting? How reality should be. Well, reality just is. And the more you can be with what is, the less anxiety you will have over time. Because what you resist persists. If you resist coming into center and being with what is and seeing it, it will just keep persisting. And if it was an irritation you were trying to get away from, it will just grow larger.
Focus on allowing. Allowing. We talk about that a lot here. Allowing each experience, each moment to be your teacher. The worst that can happen is that you'll learn something. You will know how something has had something to teach you, that there was a kernel of truth in there, that there was a message in what was actually happening. The more that we can ask, what does this have to teach me? The richer our inner and our outer lives become. Because we are not focused on our fear. We are focused on being taught. We want to know the message versus running away and looking for just make it stop, make it go away. Ask even a sensation or a symptom. What does this have to teach me? And a second question before I let you go that you could explore would be, how could my experience possibly benefit others? One of the things that happens when we have been trapped in anxiety panic for a while is we become very self-focused because our sensations, our symptoms, our feelings, our thoughts become the most important things. But one of the things we might try to do is to turn around our experience and see how could that possibly benefit others. We tend to mostly think about ourselves, but if we ask, and when we ask, what will I get from this experience? Or how can I get out of this experience? Or what do I stand to to lose from this experience? You know, like what's going to happen to me? What wormhole am I going to go down? We usually forget about our common humanity and our interconnectedness. We really are no different than the people next to us. We have the desire to be safe and to be peaceful. So do they. And when we forget about our interconnectedness, we feel separation and isolation. And that is a huge problem with anxiety panic. We feel alone. We feel separate, not only from others, but we quietly send the message out to the whole being of the universe that we are alone and that we are feeling alone and separate. And that can just lead to us feeling more isolated, more fearful, because it is once we feel that connection again, once we feel the common humanity and our interconnectedness, not only with the other people in our lives and on our planet, but with all of life itself, we begin to feel like a part of something. And we do not have that dreaded, isolated feeling anymore. I'm hoping that you can take these two questions into your heart. What does this experience have to teach me? And how might my experience be of benefit to others? This is very important. Like I said in earlier that when you help another, you are really helping yourself. When you have found that you got through a situation, now you can help another. It really deepens your experience of success, your experience of being on top of your own life. You're not living in the fear of anxiety, but being able to help another, it's really quite a miracle. So try those questions the next time you find yourself in fear about the future. 
in anxiety about the what ifs. Instead of thinking about it in your normal, habitual way, try adding those questions in and see if you can't turn it around. Once we pause, we get to decide which way we're going to go with all of our thoughts. I so appreciate you being here with me today, and I look forward to talking to you again soon. And now for today's quote. The future has many names. For the weak, it is unattainable. For the fearful, it is the unknown. For the bold, it is opportunity. And that's from Victor Hugo. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at theanxietycoachespodcast.com.